I'm Lori. And I'm Kyle. And welcome to The Worst Podcast Ever Made, where we don't plan anything and routinely go off the rails. Be sure to subscribe to The Worst Podcast Ever Made, whenever, wherever you get your podcast from. See, we couldn't even make it through the intro, which is perfect. We're just going to leave that in there. Now, welcome to this week's absolutely terrible, god-awful episode. All right, welcome back to another episode, another horrible, terrible episode of the worst podcast ever made. We are your hosts. My name is Kyle Slaymaker and... Lori Jewett. Oh, we got us both in the house. That's always good. That's always good. Uh, so listen, you guys are in for a treat today because Lori's in a shitty mood. So... Uh, let's let's see what happens this is a this is a first i haven't seen laurie in a bad mood before usually i get sweet bubbly happy fun easygoing laurie uh but i could tell as soon as she hopped on today that is not the laurie i was gonna get it's fine we will get there i don't know i kind of i kind of hope that shittiness comes out and you're just like ah maybe you will maybe you'll go on a good old slaymaker style rant dean probably hopes that i get it out too so i don't so i come out in a better mood (laughs) poor dean Poor Dean. All right. Well, listen, uh, we decided we'd talk about something that is not just business related today, but it is life related. Talking about imposter syndrome. So for those of you that don't know what imposter syndrome is, I'm going to kick it over to my negative co-host and see how she describes it. See, you want me to be negative, but you're making me laugh. So you're snapping me out of it. You're not going in the right direction. <laughs> it's, it's a gift. It's a gift. Um, so imposter syndrome, I, um, I gave a speech on Sunday or Saturday, whatever day it was. And I mentioned this and afterwards I'm like, man, I wonder if these people even realize what I'm talking about. Cause in our circles, a lot of, you know, the business mindset circles, it's very well known, but essentially imposter syndrome is not feeling like you're good enough. Not feeling like you have earned the right or deserve to be in the room on the stage, on the podcast to write the book, whatever, whatever that is for you. So I think it's something we've all felt. We may just call it something different. I think that's a really good uh, description of imposter syndrome, right? It it really is. It does boil down to uh, thinking something is happening and you're not worthy or feeling like you're not worthy and not trying. Uh, That really is imposter syndrome in a nutshell. So, you know, we wanted to talk a little bit about that today and we have no idea how long this crappy episode is going to go. Could be short, could be long. Who knows? Um, you know, I'll, I'll start and, you know, not just to stroke my own ego, maybe just a little bit, but, <laughs> you know, I've on the, on the surface on paper, I've done a lot of really cool things. I've written four books, three of which became bestsellers. I've been on stages. I've spoke around the country, um, won an award for the best executive coach in central Pennsylvania by the central Penn business journal, all this other happy, fun stuff. Um, but you know, imposter syndrome is something that I get a lot. It's, it's something that everybody gets, right. Especially when good shit starts happening. It's very easy to think to yourself, man, I don't know if I really deserve this. How about you, Lori? What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. It's, I mean, whether you mentioned in the beginning, this is something that affects us business and personal. And I think that, you know, we have, even if it's just like when I used to volunteer for Taya's school, I felt, and I did an awesome job. Whenever I left, they shut down some of the programs that I did because I did such a great job. But even going to the last year, I felt like I hadn't earned it. I wasn't good enough. 
I wasn't doing a, a good enough job. And even though there's 99 people saying, oh, you're doing fantastic, that one negative Nancy gets in my head and kind of feeds that imposter syndrome, if that makes sense. It, it does. You got to stop being a negative Nancy and being a positive Paula. Oh, well, I like that. Oh, I got, I got, I got like, I don't even, I can't, I guess you can kind of call it alliteration. Uh, but I've got, I've got that for days. Negative Nancy, positive Paula, killer Kyle. Huh? That's me. I, um, I have a friend named Nancy and anytime there's anything said, this says negative Nancy or, um, anything like that. She's like, not this one. <laughs> I would, I, I would, I'd be hitting her all the time with it. <laughs> Every chance I got good old Debbie Downer. Ooh. Um, you know, the, the thing about imposter syndrome, Lori, that I, I've always found very interesting and somebody, I, I, I'm pretty sure it was Wiley or it was, I don't know, somebody in, in our mutual circle that said, if you're, if you're worried about imposter syndrome, if you feel you have imposter syndrome, then you aren't an imposter, right? Because yeah. imposters, they don't have imposter syndrome because they know they are an imposter. They know that they're not really delivering how they deserve, you know? And I thought that was very prolific. So the first times, anytime somebody comes to me as a coach, whether it's uh, as, as a client or it's just as a friend or family member, whatever, whenever I hear imposter syndrome, I mean, like, yeah, you don't have it. Well, you didn't hear why. Well, it's because you don't fucking have it, right? Like, <laughs> it's, it's, that's, it's that simple. Yeah. Um, what are some of the times you struggled with imposter syndrome? Um, starting a podcast the first time and the second time this one. Um, damn near every time I hit record or somebody else hits record. Um, really? Yeah, just a little bit. It's little. It's not that bad. That's interesting. Um, I guess you don't. Well, I mean, I, I guess it's it's more fair to say that I probably did. Yeah, you've been doing I, it a lot longer than I have, so you have that like. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm into my second year of mine. We released, I released up, I released. Uh, told you it's a crappy podcast. I um, I release episodes every week of Slaying the Sale every Friday, and we're trying to get there with with the worst podcast ever made. Mm -hmm. Um. But I've also been on so many and I've done so many. Like, I think the imposter syndrome for me kind of, it's it's always going to be there a little bit, not with podcasting, because I realize that, you know, it's not regulated. There's really nobody saying what I, you know, must and must not say. Um, and I've already built a successful podcast once before. And I'm, you know, I'm currently hosting it. And in fact, I was just nominated for uh, an award over there. Um, but I guess... The, the point that I'm trying to pontificate is that the more I do, the less impactful imposter syndrome is. Yes. Now, the bigger stuff, you know, the, the bigger, like the Slay, the Slay Maker Success Summit, um, this year I've got some imposter syndrome with it. I know I'm not an imposter. I know I'm bringing the best speakers that anybody can find, all that other fun stuff. We've got I'll, I'll omit my shameless plug just for the, the, uh, the sake of time and our poor audience. Um, but I think you should plug it, but that's just me. Oh, I'm sure I'll plug it between now and October. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. I dated ourselves again. How dare <laughs> I? How about, how um, about it could be September like 16th for all they know. It's fine. It could be, it could be. And then I just said October and they're like, Oh, it is a shitty podcast. Um, 
Lori, what do you recommend our listeners do to get over imposter syndrome? Do the work, do it. And that's, I think the funny thing that you said about the podcasting is um, it in the very beginning, oh my gosh, my voice shook in every episode. Don't do not ever go listen to the first like three episodes of my other podcast because I'm like, uh, my voice is shaking. And my episode that aired today was me re-interviewing someone that was my, I think Wiley was my first or second. So it's funny you talk about that because I think he mentioned that imposter syndrome, his take on it on the episode that aired today. But um, the more I do it, the more comfortable I get. But what you said kind of proves my point because in the beginning I was trying to follow, follow somebody else's rules. I was trying to follow the person who taught me how to do it. He said, this is what you do. And you have this sheet in front of you and you cut it off at this exact moment. And um one of my guests one day after I like cut him off to like be done at the exact time, he pointed that out. What you just said, there are no rules or regulations for your podcast. If we go on for an hour and a half and we don't stop dropping value, then keep going. You can chop it up in that conversation. Um, which I actually mentioned this person last week too, because he's had a huge impact on me. It's Doug Mitchell. Um, and that's what he said. He said, we could, he said, I could have kept going and dropping nonstop value and that, 27 minute or whatever it is episode was literally nonstop value. He just kept dropping bombs. He said, I could have got going on for an hour and a half or two hours. And that's when, and I still get the imposter syndrome every time I, I do an episode, but um, that it's, it, it minimized it a lot because of that, because it's like, Oh wait, there's no pressure. You know, like if I'm, yeah, that. Well, I, I think, <laughs> I think fear has a lot to do with it too. And I, I might go on a little bit of a rant here and I might not, who knows. Do um, it. But, you know, I have a rule, and that is the second that something scares me or I feel fear, I immediately commit to doing whatever it is that is making me feel scared. Now, within reason, right? I'm scared of going to jail, so the last thing I'm going to do is say, oh, better get my ass to jail, you know? <laughs> uh, but it, it really does go a long way in, in handling imposter syndrome. And for anybody out there, whether you are a mom, a dad, single, a teenager listening, I don't know. I don't know who's going to be listening to this podcast. If you think you're an imposter, just go do it. Just just give it a shot, right? The worst thing that you can do is to not do something because you think people won't feel you're qualified enough to do it. Here's a secret. Everybody's going to feel there's always going to be people that feel like you're not qualified to do something or think like they know better than you. That's the way this world works. It sucks, but that's the way this world works. I still have people I know that can't stand me. I have people I know that are like, oh, I can't look right. I remember him when he used to do this, this, this. Yeah, of course I did. I was a piece of shit back then. I'll be the first to admit it. But I don't let any of that stop me. I don't I don't let anything get in my head and be like, oh, I can't do this because somebody might come out and say this. You know what? If somebody comes out and says this, and if it's a valid mistake, I'll own up to it. I have owned up to it. Lori knows I'm very, very good at saying, you know what? I fucked up. And I have no problem doing that. But I don't want anybody sitting here, and and neither does Lori, and I don't want her doing it either. I don't want seeing, I don't want to see fear or imposter syndrome hold somebody back. If you're a and it does mom, every day, yeah, every single day. If you want to start a business and you're a single mom thinking, oh, I don't know if I have the time. I don't know what my, what will my husband do. What, what about this? What about that? Start the business. Start the business. The only way that one person, and I mean any person on earth, the only way that any person can actually fail is if they don't try. That's it. That's the only way you can fail. 
you can learn, you can not succeed, but you're not failing because you're still learning at what not to do. At least you tried. I would much rather be able to say I tried than I sat my fat ass on my couch and didn't do anything. And it's that yeah. simple. All right, your turn for a rant. And I think we're going to wrap this episode up, Lori. We're doing good. This is a short episode for us. Well, yeah, until I get on my rant. So, um, I mean, I think, and this is going to tie into another episode. I don't know if it'll be the next one to air, but I think one of the things that some people, myself mainly, is who I'm talking about, do is we ask too many other people's opinions and let that get in our heads. And I did that. I mean, I, I do that pretty much all the time because I'm like, I have so many people around me that are crazy talented, which that feeds the imposter syndrome. Oh my gosh, you know how hard it was to send you and um and Jeremy and all the all the people that asked how hard it was to send you all the recording of that because I know I made mistakes, but I also know I did way better than I thought I was going to when I went up there. That's I that's always I, I, every time somebody says something like that to me, like it it boggles my mind. Right. Because at the end of the day, I always feel like I'm just, I'm just me, you know? And then there's people like, like you just said, I was so nervous reaching out, asking you to be on my podcast or I was so nervous to do this. Yeah. I know you, you do all these great big things. And I'm like, but I really don't. Yes. I, I do them, but the, they're not as big as everybody thinks. They're not as hard as everybody thinks. And I think that that fear of difficulty next to the imposter syndrome really, really makes people say i'm not gonna try so let's let's talk why did you try why did you reach out to me why did you reach out to jeremy what what happened because i just did it because like you said earlier if you just what's the worst what's the worst thing that could happen i send you Nothing. the yeah well i mean okay i send you my speech recording and you write back and you're like um yeah that sucked and you could have done this better and this better and this better Okay, great. So I learned from that, right? That's free coaching in my book. <laughs> like, um, that's kind of what you do, right? So, no, I, th I think that's I think that's that's good. It's you know, fear, imposter syndrome. It's it's easy for people to get scared and worry about it, but I don't. I absolutely don't. All right, I think that's a good place to stop at this point. Uh, okay. Let's. Yeah. Maybe, maybe if you're out there listening in guest land or podcast land or podcast world, whatever the hell you call it. Uh, if you want to come on the show or send in your comments or emails or anything, let us know. And we'd be happy to have you on talk about your experiences with imposter syndrome, how you get over it, or maybe people around you that you've seen. We'd love, love to do that. So drop us a line. All right, Lori, take us home. All right. Thank you guys for listening. And I almost said, I almost dated us. Ha! Thank you for listening on this, whatever the weather is like outside day. <laughs> we appreciate y'all and we will see you on the next episode of the worst podcast ever made.